this is Date, But Don't Sin, a limited episode podcast designed to help Christians in their pursuit of holy dating. Welcome to episode 5 of Date, But Don't Sin. I'm your host, James, and today we're tackling the question, what if I've gone too far? This can be a question that many people end up asking over the course of a relationship or many relationships. It's this question, this exact question being asked so many times that really brought up the idea for me of doing a dating-themed book or podcast. You see people asking this question from all different places. Some people push the boundaries a little further than they wanted one time. And others have had this question plague them for years over the course of many relationships. One of the problems I hope to address in this episode is a pattern of progressing from past pitfalls. What I mean is that a person will reach an unhealthy place in their physical intimacy in a past relationship, and that point becomes a sort of launch pad for their next relationship. In their next relationship, they will race past that point on their way to experiencing even more pain. All the while, there's a voice that plays in the back of our minds. It prevents us from looking at ourselves square in the mirror, and what's worse It creates a layer of separation between us and our precious Heavenly Father. And we create this false reality in which we don't have to address this with God. And we hope that by sweeping it under the rug, it will somehow, someday, just go away. The voice tells us that the damage that's been done is permanent and that this is just who we are now. We're damaged goods. But God has something to say about that. First, I want to ask this question. Do our past mistakes, once we confess them to God and receive His forgiveness, still affect us? Shouldn't His forgiveness take all the bad away? One day, when we are carried up into His eternal presence, all the bad will fade away. All that will be left will be perfect peace. No more tears. No more pain. But until that day comes, we may deal with a measure of consequences for our actions. Our consequences are a form of passive wrath from God that works for our favor to sanctify us. What what does passive wrath mean? Let me explain. God's active wrath, meaning an occurrence of his anger being poured out, was absorbed totally by Christ on the cross. He absorbed God's anger towards sin and sinner and suffered the punishment meant for sin and sinner, namely death. He did that so as to create a way, a means for us to enter God's presence so that we might live with him and enjoy him forever, free from the effects of sin that ravaged the created realm. For those who are in Christ, who have been taken in and rescued by him so that he is their Lord and Savior, they no longer have to face his active wrath. That has been taken care of in Christ. Those who are not in Christ do not have the same assurance. God's passive wrath are the ways that in his justice, in his mercy, he has allowed the painful effects of sin to play out in our lives as a reminder of the devastation of sin so that we might continually turn our backs from it and cling to him, the good savior, rather than the nasty sin of our former life. Because that passive wrath causes us to run to God and cling to Him more tightly, what is looked at as painful and sad is actually a means of grace for us and is something that God uses to make us look more like Him. Hebrews 12, 11-13 
says no discipline seems enjoyable at the time but painful. Later on, however, it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Therefore, strengthen your tired hands and weakened knees, and make straight paths for your feet, so that what is lame may not be dislocated, but healed instead. So, if you are suffering the consequences from sinful behavior in the past, whether that be emotional, physical, spiritual consequences, it's not because God does not love you or has not forgiven you. This consequence may in fact be a means that God is using to usher you back into his presence. This consequence is a gift to remind you not to go back to the pain of death and instead to cling to Christ with all your might. Christian, if you have not confessed your sin before God, do it now. 1 John 1.9 says, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If you are stuck in a perpetual cycle of sin, I want to encourage you with Lamentations 3.21-23. I call this to mind, and therefore I have hope. Because of the Lord's faithful love, we do not perish, for his mercies never end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. His mercies never end. They are new every morning. Every morning. Listen, today is the day to walk in newness, in purity, in holiness. Regardless of where you've been or what you've done, doesn't matter if it was 10 years ago or last night, through faith in his mighty work, by grace that is built on the foundation of the goodness of God and completely unrelated to your works, you have been forgiven by God. Because of his faithfulness, that forgiveness does not shift or change. Now walk in the newness of life. Today, right now, you can decide to walk in purity and holiness. To never again go back to the road that leads to brokenness and devastation. Maybe you think you're not strong enough. Maybe you have a tough decision that needs to be made and you don't think you can do it. Titus chapter 2 verse 11 through 14 says, For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation for all people, instructing us to deny godlessness and worldly lust, and to live in a sensible, righteous, and godly way in the present age, while we wait for the blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. He gave himself for us to redeem us from all lawlessness and to cleanse for himself a people for his own possession, eager to do good works. The grace that saves you is the grace that trains you. It is powerfully working in you by God's Spirit to change you into his image, little by little, day by day. You may not have the strength to do what you need to live a holy life today, but God does have that strength. So depend on him, for great is his faithfulness. I hope this episode has blessed you. Next episode, I would like to take some time to answer some of the questions I've received from you all. So if you have questions or things you want me to cover in that episode, let me know at datebutdontsin at gmail.com. I love you all, and until next time, date but don't sin.